Welcome back everybody to another episode of the Day Trading Show. Today, we're gonna to be talking all about routine. As traders, just as individuals, routine plays such a big part in our success. So James and I take a couple of different approaches to building an ideal routine. And with that, we hopefully will come up with a few topics or a few directions that you can think about throughout the rest of your day today and throughout the rest of your week about where you can make improvements in your routine that might shift your results into the direction that you're looking. We're going to talk about diet. We're going to talk a little bit about sports, meditation, off the chart stuff. We cover a lot today, so I'm guaranteeing you're going to be able to pull some value out of this. So enjoy the episode. Did you have a good day at the gym? Did you, did you get a good lift in? Yeah, yeah, I got, um, I'm a bit sore. <laughs> what did you do, arms or legs? I did legs this morning. Yeah, legs yeah, and, and um, a bit of um, back. So nice. um, my legs nice. are quite quite stiff. Nice. Um, nice. But yeah, so what, what kind of um, consists, what, what, what consists of your daily routine? What do you, what do you end up doing um, from a day-to-day basis? Well, obviously, you know, the trading, but what, what do you do off the charts that kind of um, influence for prepare you for for when you get on the desk i think you know flexibility has become something that we've talked about a lot in our trading and i think it's important to talk about flexibility in today's podcast when we talk about routine yep. because routine can get very rigid you know what i mean like people get very like i have to do this i have to do this i have to do this but sometimes changing it up being flexible in the routine sure. actually can lead to big steps forward so the reason i want to start with that before i answer your question is just because like it is kind of part of the answer like today we woke up we all i was up early so i was up with you and tom early for me is like 3 a.m 4 a.m eastern time normally i'm up about five or six so i was up earlier than normal you guys didn't like anything I got to the desk i couldn't find anything on my watch list couldn't even really build a good watch list today which is just how it is sometimes and with that, I was like, okay, I could sit here and be tired and, and just get, you know, kind of stagnant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or I could be flexible, go hit a yoga class, come back, still be able to sit down and film this video with you before the stock market even opens. So flexibility, I think is the first thing, but on the specifics of what I do every day, I meditate before I trade, which is something I've been talking about for a long time. I think it's like a, a big uh, difference maker for new or struggling traders because as a newer struggling trader what do you want to do when you wake up bro get right to the desk you just get right to the chart right make, make money from get in the trade as soon as get you in the trade desk. right oh because you think you woke up so the market has to be ready to give you a trade right yeah we, that's a different podcast that's a different podcast but the the first thing i have to do is like create space between myself and like that that wanting to trade that we all feel everyone listening to this has that desire to go place trades because they think it's going to lead to them making money so i think the first thing is the meditation to create the space then i pop into the discord chat i've also been doing less coffee early in the morning i've okay. read online a lot of studies talking about delaying the amount of caffeine you consume until 90 minutes after you're awake. So I haven't been doing coffee right when I start the desk because you just don't need it. Like if you meditate yeah. for 10 minutes, after 10 minutes of sitting there, 
which isn't really that long, your body's awake. Your mind starts going a little bit better. You don't really need the caffeine in my, at least I don't need it right away. And then once we're in, bro, you and me start talking, we're in the live room on the black shirt club. We got the videos on, we're talking, we're doing our thing, you know? And then the after routine is similar to like how you do. I do the gym and then I'll either have meetings, coaching calls, whatever other projects I have. But normally the the rigid part of my routine is that beginning part where I got to meditate. I've got to then get some water in me and then I'm get to the desk and I check in with the group and I go through and build my watch list. That's like the, 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 it has to be done that way. Yeah. Yeah. What about for you? What is like a big thing for you that you have to do before you start trading? Is there anything specific? It's kind of like the same for me. So I kind of, I either go to gym in the morning. So before the desk, because obviously the time zone is just beautiful here in South Africa, Mm -hmm. Uh, the London opens around 9am, 10am South African time. So I'm always getting to the gym in the morning. So I'll wake up, I'll meditate, um, do my daily devotion and then I will go to gym and then I'll come and then I'll um, come back and then I'm on the, on, and then I'm on the desk. Um, I'll do a couple of stretching before, after gym, I'll come back, I'll do some stretching in my room or in the, in the, in the gym afterwards, just to, you know, also loosen out a bit, but sure. that's kind of like the non-negotiable before the desk. I feel I read, I don't know if it was from Anthony Crudell or it was one of the guys on Twitter, the, uh, the, the, you know, like the market wizard guys, the, the OG yeah. guys on yeah. Twitter. He said that, um, that the only thing, like you can't control the markets. The only thing you can control is your, is your routine. And it found, it's like, so it stuck with me because, you know, like we can't control if we hitting a bow on GU, we, don't, we can't tell the market to rise 50 pips. Right. We, we don't have right. that power, but we, what we do have control over and um, is, is what we do in our routine and what, and how, and in what, how we manage risk and our trading plan, are we, are we following our trading plan? That's kind of like the only thing we really have control over. And in a world of uncertainties that we are involved in, such as trading, everything's uncertain. There's no probabilities that this must happen. Right. The only thing you can control and feel that you have control over is your, is your daily routine. And that I found it was quite a big uh, thing for me because in 2020, cool um that's when i first started making money i joined you beginning of 2020 and that's when i first started to make uh, good money trading and i found that my routine wasn't on point and then 2021 i really upped my routine um and got better at my routine because i found that like cool like you can make money in that but you can still feel like uncertain because you're not in control of that routine and what are you doing off the desk that can lead to consistent results on the desk i found that i found that was quite a big game changer for me um in my trading as well is finding what you can control, what you can control and don't, and don't worry about what you can't. No, it's interesting. I got two comments I want to make to that. First, you, you mentioned the, 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 you, I know you've called it prayer before daily affirmations, whatever it is. I actually am going to start doing that. So everybody listening, there's always change to be made here and always new things to implement. I actually wrote out just like eight or nine different lines, sentences of daily Ah. affirmations that I'm going to start reading to myself every morning. And I think it's something that you don't really need to share. Like, I don't know what you say to yourself. I don't need you to know what I say to myself. It has to be very personal, but I think it can be very empowering, especially after a meditation. So I love that you mentioned that because I think for people that are listening to this show, they want tactics, bro. People listen to us, not just because we're good looking, you know, me and my my (laughs) long flow and my beard and you with that nice bald head. My long, yes, yes. I I know it's good looking everybody, but I know you're here for the tactics. And I think that already we've given a couple of things that people could consider implementing into their own trading, whether it's the meditation, the daily affirmations, or beyond that, just this perspective that you're talking about, which is control what you can control and let the rest go, let go of the things you have no control of. And it's funny, I'm in my yoga teacher training thing, you know, and we had to read this book called The Wisdom of Yoga. And 
in our groups at yoga teacher training, we meet every Wednesday and every other weekend, we had to discuss this book. And in the book, it's these characters that are all friends. And the, the history of each character is used to show how they've transformed and grown out of their you could say their poorer self, their, their, their lower vibration self, whether it was because in some ways they were either practicing um, self-harm against themselves through the way that they talk. Maybe they were stealing time from themselves, stealing time from other people. Maybe they were um, hoarding in, in the sense of like hoarding belongings, hoarding feelings, just any of these different, they're called the yamas in, in the yoga practice. And in that, I think one of the big things that stood out to me was this first character, his name was Jake. And Jake talks about He's a lawyer, bro. He's like a partner at a law firm, super high strung guy, like exactly like my dad, like where I come from. Like I know these people, bro. And they are control freaks. But once Jake learned to let go of the things he had no control over, everything in his life got better. Everything. So it's so funny how many parallels you can go from in trading where yeah. we, we have to let go of the outcomes because we're just reading patterns and taking trades with good risk based on patterns and backtesting, let go of the outcome there. Same thing in our personal life, bro. Like before you were with Amanda, before I was with Riley, when you're looking for a girl, no girl's going to want to be with you if you try to control every piece of the scenario, yeah. if you, if you, every situation, if you try to be that control freak. Whereas if you just let it go, more girls come to you than you ever would have thought imagined. Same thing there. You know, it's just the truth. It's, it's, as yeah. you, it's like a law of the universe, bro. You know what I mean? Like when you try yeah. to hold something too tight, you break it. It, it. it eludes you. It runs away. It slips through. But when you're just holding it right, like a golf club, right? Like if you hold a golf club too tight, you don't swing properly. You roll wrists. But if you Tough. hold it just right, you can focus on keeping the wrist proper yeah. and then you don't roll and you don't slice. Isn't that true? You play golf. You hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent, bro. hundred percent. Same thing. And that also, is all of the same thing of letting go of what we have yeah. no control over and, and focusing yeah. on what we control. And stop trying to force things. You know, when you try and force things, as you say, like, I think there's also another saying I read in one of the, my trading books that I've listened, the many that I've listened to is that when you focus on the money, the more you focus on money, the more money eludes you. And it's so true because when you focused on the actual process of trading, the actual nitty gritty stuff of trading and you actually really really love it you start to you start to trade well and yep. trading well means you're making money but when you focus on just making money it just eludes you it, yeah I, I don't know why but it's just it's just, it's just the way it is bro 100 percent. okay so that's good so i think we, we touched on the physical fitness we touched on a little bit of the mindfulness stuff i want to also emphasize something that i think you and i have both been improving in because there's always room for improvement uh, in, in our documentation of our trades that we take, plus the ideas that we have, like, I think that religious, hey, I'm going to come up with a bunch of ideas during the trading session, and then I'm going to come back at 5pm or whenever in the afternoon that later, and I'm going to go mark it up, see if my ideas were right or wrong, and try to learn something from it and save all those pictures. I think that part of the routine, a lot of people don't think that that's necessary. How important has that been for you, especially as you've come up almost now with your own entry signal over time here? Like you're seeing even new patterns just from doing that, it seems like, right? Yeah, I think it's big because, you know, like it's like when you're studying at, you know, when you when you when you start when I was studying at university, you can sit down for a whole hour in front of the textbook and not even <laughs> learn anything. Right. You're just flipping, staring at the at the at the book. Yeah, it's bro. the same as when you at the desk. you can just sit at the desk and just stare at the screens, but you're actually not doing any practical pattern recognition work. Great point. But doing this now in the last couple of, you know, last year or so, and we've been pushing each other into 
identifying these new patterns and new patterns, patterns within the system. Um, I think it's, it's kind of like can be the same as, as I mentioned with the studying thing. We, we, sitting at the desk doesn't mean you're you recognizing patterns or doing any work, but actually focusing at the desk and being zoned in, I think kind of that's, that, that's where, where the, the, the power is. I think it's because that gives you experience, like it shortcuts your overall experience in, in the, in the idea of like, how do you build an ideal routine? I think what everyone has to keep in mind is that we're all different. You know what I mean? Flexibility, yeah. like I said, at the beginning is important. So you can feel your body, know yourself. I, did I sleep well? Do I feel good? What do I need to do to be flexible? Like you were sick last week, bro. And we were supposed to film this last week. And I was like, no, bro, stop. We're flexible. Move yeah. this off. Let's do this when you feel good. So I think even there, we could talk about being flexible to say, hey, I'm not myself today. I need to change this whole routine and go do something different. Because if I try yeah. to trade, I'm going to suck. If I try to go work yeah. out, I might get sicker. So it's like, you have to be very self-aware in this process of building the ideal routine. So you know what days to back off because, and like, that's part of why I wear this whoop thing. Cause it tells me a lot of data about my sleep and my recovery and how my body is actually feeling. So I think that that's an important part of it too. And also it's, it's taking everything that we talk about and finding balance in all of it. It's not like you need to go and say, Oh, Austin said meditate. So I got to meditate for 30 minutes. No. Yeah. How about start with five yeah. or 10? Five. Yeah. hundred percent. I agree. You know what I mean? It's gotta be good. I think, I think trading is like, you know, is like a, just a journey of self-discovery. That's basically what trading is because you learn so much about what you do well, when you're feeling at your peak, when you're in your flow state, when you're not, you know, it's like when I played uh, rugby, professional rugby, I could feel when I was like, I don't know, I'll just wake up one day and feel like I'm going to fuck shit up today on the rugby field. You just right. feel it. Right. And then you wake up Sundays and like, and you like mm. feeling lethargic. You're like, mm, I'm not feeling it today. And you can, yep. you can feel it, but you, you know, it's the same as when you're at the, at the desk, like you wake up, you feel, yeah, I'm ready to go today. I'm hit. I had a power gym session. I meditated. I'm feeling ace. Then you, some days you get there and your minds are clogged because maybe something's happening off the desk or some, whatever it is, but you can just feel it. Yeah. And, but you start to feel like how to put yourself in the best possible mind frame to trade. I think as such so like a self-discovery and you're learning about who you're you so are. As, right, as, as a so right. And like, look at what I did with my life over the last three years. I took the business and moved from Pennsylvania yeah. to Florida in order to put myself in an area where I can do more things that make me happier. Because like you said, it's step one is knowing yourself. And in this process of learning to trade, we're going down the path of, well, what do I like doing? What do just like you figure out what markets you like trading, you start to figure out what do I like doing in my routine in order to try to align with that I would call it like your higher self in a way you said it better where I think you said like in the flow state, like flow state, we're yeah. in the zone with like playing a sport, you're not thinking about anything else. You're in the zone. You're only present in that moment. That's the flow state. Yeah. So how do you recreate that here at the desk? Well, everybody's going to be a little different. Some people are going to be like, I don't need to meditate at all. I don't, it doesn't help me. I don't like it. That's fine. I don't know if I believe them. Maybe they need more practice, but I would say you got to know yourself. If it's not speaking to you, don't hold on to it. So for everything that we're talking about, I think the biggest takeaway from today's episode would probably be try a bunch of things until you figure out what does not feel good. If you figure 100%. out what you don't like, you'll be backed into the corner of what you do like and what does work for you. So like, let's give an example. We've got a guy in the black shirt club. He'll know who he, he knows who he is. If he's listening to this, he's having some, changes happen in his routine where he wants to be trading more in the morning with us. 
my morning, like your early afternoon kind of thing, right? Like when London goes yeah. into New York, he wants to be at the desk. But lately, and before he was in the Black Shirt Club, he was going to the gym at that time. And if you go to the gym and leave the desk at that time, you're going to miss trading opportunities. So what I've been talking to him about is, hey, let's just refocus this and see if it works for you. See if you'll yeah. like working out at 12 and being at the desk more. That might require him to go do something physical before he gets to the desk, meaning maybe he wakes up and does a 10, 15 minute yoga flow before he does anything else. Get a little physical movement in, then trade for a few hours, then go get the real workout. He's got to tweak it. You got to figure it out. It's never going to be James does, does this. I'm doing it. I'm going to pray like James. I'm going to do everything like James. <laughs> it's never going to be like that. You know, that'll never work. Yeah. It's like you just said, it's finding self-discovery of yourself. Yeah. It's finding yourself. You know what I mean? So I, and also, I yeah. yeah. Okay. No, sorry. And also you change, you change as a person, you're constantly evolving and constantly yes. changing but what, who James was a year ago, who James was two years ago might not be this is definitely not, might not, it's definitely not the same James I am today. Right. So you are also constantly changing. So you got to find, okay, cool. Maybe I'm evolving into more of a, uh, more i want to do more um this type of meditation or i want to do this type of this is what i want my morning routine to be like i want to jump maybe after after trading i want to jump yep. you know before so you're always constantly changing so always you got to be in sync with who you are as a person as 100%. well it's like that's why sometimes like relationships don't work is because the two people yes they are in a relationship but they're also individual people individual entities james is his own person amanda's she's her own person so you got to make it work because people are always constantly changing that also comes from like communication but you also communicate with yourself because yeah. you got in and it comes in the journaling you're communicating with yourself okay this is what i how I felt today during my training session okay what did i do that morning that made me feel so good Yep. And so, like to, you're hundred percent right. Like look at Riley. She journals almost every day, just like a diary kind of, of like what she was feeling, what she did in order for her to be able to come back and reread that later in life or later in that year, whatever it may be in 10 years, it'll be cool to read it and be able to drop back in. But in the short term, she can look at that and be like, well, I've been having a lot of really happy days. Like I've been feeling great. What was I doing like two weeks ago that I wasn't feeling great? Let me open the journal and see what was I doing? It might be that diet wasn't right. Sleep wasn't right. Friends weren't other situations and then identifying them and then moving those things out of your way going forward can yeah. lead to overall increased happiness and more alignment with the balancing the routine as you change over time. I think you said it best. Change is the only constant. We're con you said we're constantly changing. Change is the only thing that is actually happening. Nothing is staying the same forever. So when you embrace the change and you're willing to try new things, for example, I've been pushing my brother-in-law to try to fast. I like fasting. Like today, this is I haven't had anything except this coffee and water. And I went, I was up at four, I went to yoga, and I won't eat until after 12 o'clock because I'll do a workout at 12. I'll work out till one, come home by 1.30, and that's when I'll have a smoothie. So I'm going 16, 17 hours at minimum almost every day with no food. And I think that that fasting has helped my mental clarity. My brother-in-law, sure. he, he's not about it, bro. He don't want to do it. He, he, his metabolism is different. He burns food different. And I don't know if it's going to work for him or not. But what I always encourage everybody to do is try new things. Don't be like, hey, that fasting thing is not for me. Well, did you try it? We haven't tried it. Yeah. That's it. Exactly, bro. So I yeah. think you have to be open-minded, which we talked about in a couple of episodes already. That's a big trading characteristic is open-mindedness, yeah. right? 
open-mindedness, not just in your trading strategies. Don't be open-minded to maybe listen to me and James and come learn ASFX. Be open-minded to maybe trying to not eat a heavy breakfast before you trade. See how that makes you perform. Instead, change up the flow. Give your body just water and see what it feels like. See what you think like. Yeah. Same thing with the workouts. Don't just sit stagnant in the morning. Go for a 10-minute walk. Before you yeah. can trade, see what there's so much science, bro. Money moving. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's, I mean, like, look, we've been talking about movement a lot. And we talked about in what was it, two weeks ago, the performance of athletes compared to the performance of traders, what characteristics are similar. So yep. moving the body makes the brain function better. Like you said, 100%. you don't find a lot of fat, super fat, really good traders. They don't operate well. But that more. I know of. Same. Yeah. But I mean, think about it, bro. Like when you're really, when you're really big. Your body is working hard to keep you just digest food, bro, everything, everything. everything. So it's like, how do you think your brain's going to function when you're eating a lot of unhealthy food? You're eating yeah. a lot of like things in mind. Yeah. They just slow you down body movements. Yeah, and they slow down. So if it slows down your body, you don't think it's going to slow down the brain function too. Come on, man. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, I, what is it's like what you eat, what you look like is a, a direct relationship of what you what exercise you're doing and what you're eating so i think in routine you have to talk about diet like diet is super important yeah. and i'm not a fucking vegan vegetarian i'm nothing like bro i will eat cookies i was eating yeah. chocolate yesterday like i don't i just yeah i believe it's not in like moderation. a strict diet it's just no. yeah, it's, yeah moderation you can have a chocolate you can have a chocolate bar twice a week that is yeah and, totally. and it's, it's different like, for everybody it's different for everybody. Some some people's my metabolism is extremely uh, fast. So if I eat two chocolates today, it's not like I'm going to be fat in a week's time. If I do, right. you know what I'm saying? Like it's it, or like not, if no I can't do it consistently, no one will. But it, it, it's it, consistency. It's like that. Yeah. That the, your routine. A lot of people listening to this, their routine has them eating unhealthy food consistently, and it, they don't yeah. even realize it. And I I. I'm going to find more research as time goes on, bro. And we're going to talk about this more. The importance of the food and the water that you put into your body. The, the, the food is the fuel that makes everything function. But majority of our body is made up of water. So if you're putting contaminated or unhealthy water into your body, how could it be functioning at its best? Same thing with yep. the food. You know what I mean? Like, again, with the yoga stuff, they believe in a vegetarian diet, a lot of yogis, in order to be eating a lot of like plant-based stuff and stuff from the earth and nothing processed and nothing too oily and fried and stuff like that, because then the body will be able to function better. And again, I got some science. I could tell you really quick. There's this study that showed if you can increase your max VO2 out, which is the, the breathing out, the Oxygen. CO2 that you push. Yes. So if you can increase that to what they would call the athletic level for your age group, you can increase your mortality by twice as much as cigarettes hurt your mortality. So cigarettes, let's uh -huh. just say, take you from a zero to a two, increasing sure. your, the amount that you can push out, how, how well your body basically pumps fresh blood. Function. Yeah, yeah. goes from instead of zero to negative two, you go from zero to four. So it's twice the impact, but on the positive side of the scale. Oh, sorry. That's, All that's from just having cool. good cardio, bro. So yeah. if you eat food that clogs your arteries, if you eat food that makes it hard for your body to pump blood, again, how well are you going to function when you talk about coming to the trading desk to do a high performance yeah. task? You know, have you ever seen a brain surgeon that's obese or I'm, I'm bro, I've been around a lot of brain surgeons. I also have bro. Never, bro. I've never seen a fat surgeon. They're all skinny yeah. and all have like extreme, almost like an anal level of discipline in their routine. 
those people are the ones that carry a blender everywhere in they fact, go because they yeah. got to make their smoothie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't eat in Wawa. Fact, most they of don't them, eat anything. Most of them are fit. Most of them are fit, bro. What is Wawa? Wawa's like a convenience store, like a gas store where they, uh, make, they make really good food. They got hoagies and burgers and everything now, Africa. bro. Everything. And, okay. And, but some people, they're so particular about it because they know yeah. that they're a machine. They don't eat that sure. stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's and true I'm not that you mentioned that. It's very yeah. true that you mentioned that. Even like the, yeah, like the surgeons, uh, my, uh, my, uh, my family, I've got a family friend. He's one of the best heart surgeons in the world. Extremely, extremely fit guy. Loves his cycling. Cycles a lot. But like very, very meticulous in, in what he eats and what he puts into his body. It's true that you mentioned that now. But I think the, the, the thing that was going over my mind in this is consistency. You can't do a daily routine right. for, you can't hit a routine for three, for one week and say, oh no, this doesn't suit me. Bro, you've done it for five days. Right. Like, come on, give it a bit of time. You know, it's like, it's like when you go to the gym, you don't go to the gym for, for, for two weeks and expect to have arms the size of Arnold Schwarzenegger in the space of two weeks. But you, it's not like, it's not like you don't know when, but it starts to click for you in like, maybe in like four months time, you'll start to see some gains, but you got to do it consistently and give yourself time because with a routine, you might not like it in the beginning, but like who likes going to gym in the early hours of the morning or in the beginning, the hardest step is getting there. You do it for two months, three months. If it really is not for you, then change up the routine, but give yourself time. I think that's the most important thing when it comes to routine. You got to do it consistently. You can't do it two days out of the week. And experiment. Like we said, like try new things. Go try to work out in the morning if you're not doing that before you trade. See if yeah. you start making better trading decisions because you send fresh blood and uh, for oxygenated blood to the brain. The brain then functions better. It's like, right. let's just try some of this stuff that science is telling us works to get to yeah. that place. But if you don't, there's going to be people that are listening, bro, that don't do anything different, that still are smoking a blunt before they start trading, thinking that they, <laughs> dude, like, let's just talk about that. Like, to sm and I, we, everybody knows that I'll smoke weed with you any day of the week, bro. But to, to <laughs> yeah. smoke weed before you trade, I have not seen it work well for anyone, including myself, because that was how I started trading. I would smoke when I would trade. Oh, really? Oh, for how sure. Did it, how did that go for you? I, I mean, how did it go? In the moment, I mean, I, my, my whole first 18 months, I struggled with trading. So it sucked. That's the answer. But now, sure. in the moment now, I'll smoke after I trade if I don't have anything yeah. crazy to do, right? I don't sure. care. I, I don't have a boss telling me no. But in the moment, I've realized, and I think a lot of other people are going to realize this. If, if you're listening this far in, I appreciate you. It, it, you've probably smoked and realized that you make stupid trading decisions when you're high. Why? It's not just a coincidence. I believe yeah. that when you're high, it's an ego enhancer. And your ego comes out a little bit more. And what that looks like on a trading desk is every idea you see, you think you're it's right and you think you got to be in it. Yeah. And that can also lead to then those two mistakes can lead to over position sizing because you think you're right and your ego is flexing. And now you're buried into a hole. And I think it does for a lot of people start with marijuana too much. I mean, like yeah. you wouldn't drink alcohol and try to trade and be fucked that's up. What I was, drunk. That's you know what, what I was actually like, going to, I was actually going to say, yeah. I, you'd, I wouldn't drink two beers while at the trading days. No, uh, just not necessary. Because it makes you think like you're on top of the world. As exactly. You say, it's an ego enhancer. Exactly. Yeah. So I think you, you look, if you say, look, man, I need marijuana. It, it chills me out. I, I'm not going to tell you not to do that, but I would tell you build a place to do it after. Find it in your routine after. Don't go searching for it in the morning thinking you need it to trade. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of guys yeah. are, are not aware of what it's doing to them and, and to their decision-making because they think this is the thing. Everybody thinks, and I was thinking about this before we started filming and I was brushing my teeth. I was like, 
everybody thinks that their problems are so different and that if if I tell you 75% of traders don't use a stop loss, anyone that hears that will be like, yeah, bro, but so, or some people will say, yeah, bro, but like, I'm not like other traders. I, I can get away with not using a stop loss. I can get away with smoking <laughs> weed. Well, until you quit your job and you're trading full time and you're running the day trading show part two or whatever, Yo. <laughs> then, then, then you can tell me I'm wrong and you're an outlier for sure. And there's, yeah. out, I, I'm one of the outliers. Like we all are outliers to be successful traders in some way. But yeah. at the end of the day, if your results are not what you want from your trading and you're listening to this, shit's got to change. You got to try yeah. to implement new things. You got to cut something routine. out. And you yeah. got to cut some things out. Exactly, bro. Fire. Exactly, bro. We need a button. Yeah. We need sound effects in here. <laughs> ding, Eventually, ding, we, ding. A, we need a ding. We need some bombs <laughs> dropping or something. You know what I'm like, saying? Yeah. Like they do on Wild and Out. <laughs> exactly, bro. So edit it in, in, the, in the post for us. Yeah, that's funny. But this has been good, bro. I feel like this has been a good conversation. I don't want to beat it too dead. We kind of give everybody some some tactics to uh, take from today's episode and then hopefully implement into their own trading. And yeah. for those of you that are watching, let us know in the comments what, when you sit here and listen, like honestly, take a second, what in your routine do you want to change in the sense of what do you want to add? Maybe something yeah. new in the morning, meditation, moving the body, something like that, fasting, just eat or not eating the same thing, even just a different food. Or what things of your routine do you want to cut out? Tell us in the comments so we can know. And I think that'll maybe yeah. give us good ideas for conversation going forward. But just typing it out for you guys on iTunes or on YouTube, wherever you're listening or watching, typing out, I'm going to do this. That is step one of making that yeah. change, verbalizing the change, asking almost for accountability with yeah. us here on YouTube will, will be a big way for you guys to move forward. But you got any last minute routine comments, James? I think I, I said my, yeah, I think like, I think just, you know, for what me and you are trying to do in this day trading show, we're not trying to say that we, the, we, the, the we completely right. And whatever else, whatever stuff everybody else does is completely wrong. We just saying from personal experience, sharing our experiences with, within trading, we've been doing this consistently, what, for six, seven years now, this mm -hmm. is my third year, 2020. Yeah. This is my third year going into consistent trading. Uh, going into my fourth fourth year, well, this is my fourth year of trading. We're just sharing what has worked for us. We're not saying it's right. We're just saying saying what we've done and what what type of things we've implemented that have helped us in our trading journey. So maybe the stuff we do doesn't work for you, and but that's cool because we're saying try diff try different things. Maybe try a couple of things that we that we've saying because as I said, like there's some consistency in what the top traders are, uh, are doing. But I think that. Just when it comes to routine, just you know, try try different things out. You know, you're always trying to be a better version of yourself when it, when it comes to trading. But I think this has been a good a good uh, podcast. This this one. Yeah, me too. I really enjoyed the conversation, and I like that when we um, when we get into the conversation. I have my notes, and I always try to keep us on topic. But I like when we fall down our little rabbit hole sometimes that still yeah. can be brought back to that original thought. Like we went into. I, I bet you when you when we said we were going to talk about routine diet wasn't really something I thought we were going to talk about, but once we spiraled yeah. into it, it makes a lot of sense why that's something that yes, needs yeah. to be considered. So even people listening, hopefully can hear us being open-minded in this conversation to bring up potential things. And in a way us talking about this makes us more open-minded and makes us adapt to that potential change. Better. Things. 
yeah. in a way it's selfish, but it's a good kind of selfish because everybody, <laughs> from, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This has been sure. good, bro. Sure. I, I appreciate you always. And for everybody watching, listening, wherever you are, we appreciate you guys very much. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of the day trading show. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, thumbs up. That's all we ask. We're going to keep putting these videos out yeah. every week for you guys on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, everywhere you listen to podcasts. So with that, James, have a great rest of your day, brother. Everybody listening, happy trading, and we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you.